Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab Podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Tom. And we are sitting here at, or at Joan All. At Joan All, yeah. We got some guests here with us, too. Got a couple of friends of ours decided to join us for an episode. Yep, yep. We got a repeat customer. Uh, Jeffrey Arsenault is here. Hi, Hello Jeff. there. Yep, and uh, he brought a friend with him. James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. James Botello. Jimmy. Or Jimmy. Yeah, we, Jim, we call him, we've Jimmy. been calling him Jimmy. We're assuming that's okay, so I don't know. It works. <laughs> Your cousin Jimmy from Boston. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a little closer to the mic and we'll keep oh. on there. That way we can so, hear you. Yeah, we, like, all the shows leading up to this, we've been talking about how excited we were to get here. And we're finally here. And wow. I'm excited to be here. Like, yeah. And I'm so thankful to Jeff for uh, hooking us up with this awesome camping spot. Uh, he guided our trailer guy here. and He is quite the travel arranger. He is. Travels a lot, I think. I do, and if <laughs> if there was an opportunity to be a travel agent in my retirement, who, who knows? Yeah. Travel agent, I am tour a planner. guide, I am everything. a planner. <laughs> you seem to have it down. Yeah. You got us uh, set up here, and like I said, it's it's a good spot, I think, yeah. over by the 3D line. Yep. And so Jeffrey and James from the Rhode Island uh, Aero Modelers Club, uh, and you guys, you brought other guys with you too. They elected not to not to come because I think Ron was just too intimidating for them to. <laughs> <laughs> to sit down and talk with us, but uh, it's we're glad not you guys for everybody. Us. That's okay. I think they're watching a Mikhail's Navy marathon or Hogan's Heroes yeah, or something like, on TV you, today. What, so, what is the deal with Mikhail's Navy? Like, we just wanted the old TV. We were looking for that the last time, and we were joking. Last year, we needed something to watch. My son-in-law got me some discs, and so it was all uh, '60s and '70s nostalgic TV. <laughs> we watched Slapshot last night. Oh, some of our younger guys had one. not seen that previously, so they had no idea who the Hanson brothers were. So I'm the youngest guy in the crew, and these guys are opening my eyes to, <laughs> to black and white TV. I was say, not only have I not seen that, I've not heard of it. You've I'm never heard give, of McHale's Navy? Oh, I've heard of that. Was oh, it the Slapshot. Slap Slap the movie. I'll give yeah, you the yeah. disc. Oh, no, never. Disc. So I have 90- no way of playing a disc, like, <laughs> anywhere. So no, uh, uh, I appreciate that, but. Welcome okay. to the 90s. <laughs> yes, everybody. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so I snuck into it with a friend in 1977 as a 13-year-old. So, <laughs> Wow. Well, that just dated yeah. himself. Da- he, did. he did. Mm. He did just date himself. That's funny. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, we're a little bit of a rain delay, so we took the, took the opportunity to do a little recording here. Um, otherwise, we would be flying. Yeah. Um, actually, Ron's airplane is still at the float line ready for another It's time. not going to last forever, right? Well... I mean, I mean we've been saying that for a couple hours now. Or actually, few. almost all day. Almost. Like, yeah, we flew yeah. in the rain this morning. It's true. We did. And yes. I'm pretty sure the, the Rhode Island guys were on the electric line flying in the rain as well. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. We, we seem to not, like, have met up with you guys, like, from the, like, morning time. It's always like you guys are on the electric line, we're on the float line, or vice versa. It's been, we just not done a good job of yeah. uh, or scheduling Ron's our Or Ron's on the main line, you know, drooling over the... <laughs> Over the jets that are on the line. How, how can you not? Yeah. You need to take paper towels with you next time. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's it's a little low blow. To wipe the drool off. I know what you meant. Oh. Hopefully. So, Rhode Island Aero Modelers. Tell us a little bit about your club. So, we are uh, one of three clubs in our area. We have probably 65, 70 members. Like most clubs, there's about a third of the group is, uh, is the active flyers. Uh, kind of then it seems like yes, about sir. all of them are here, by the way. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot nice, of you guys Yeah, we've got a nice contingent here. Yeah. yeah. So we have a, a pretty neat field. It was uh, built by, the, our understanding was it was a Navy CB, CB's project 
back in the 50s, and basically they built a quarter-scale airport, so it's raised cross runways. Nice. And uh, we leased the land from the, uh, from the state of Rhode Island. Uh, we've done a great deal of improvements, so we have power. We've got permanent shade structures. Uh, we've now just voted in to have internet and weather stations. Yep. That is awesome. That is so awesome. So we've been very, very fortunate. So, so we'll be able you... to watch live webcams when you get them up then? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> even, a cam on the, uh, even a cam on the windsock because you know how yeah, you unreliable the, the weather station actually yeah, is. no so. kidding. It was supposed to have stopped raining a couple hours ago here, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. According to the weather. Yeah. yeah. You know, 20%, Rhode 20% Island's, chance. Yeah. Rhode Island's so big, so I'm coming from Providence and the club's in East Greenwich. It's like 20 minutes away, and I don't want to have to leave if it's windy down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way to go. It is. 20 minutes is a, is a long commute. Oh, stop it. I am so used to Especially when you just driving. can walk out your back door and fly. Well, for here, this is nice. But our Mike, well, local club to me is 20-minute drive. So, yeah, I'm used to driving. So, obviously, you guys have power at your field. Correct. That's Yeah, I That's wish we awesome. did. awesome. Yeah. I'm paved paved or, or grass? Uh, grass. Grass. So the, the one challenge is that we can't. It, it, is, it is quite smooth. Our ground screw does a great job. Um, being it's a watershed area, so we really can't dig a hole in the ground at all for anything. So even like the power, we have to pull that out from an extension from the container. But it's still still better than carrying generators with us yeah. each week. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys, um, so Ron and I have toyed with the idea of maybe getting a camper or something like that to do like weekend, you know, not getaways, but like overnight trips to the, to field, the field or whatever. Yeah. You guys, do you guys do stuff like that at your field? Like so, Having power there would be, yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, so a couple times a year, actually inspired by Joe Nall Week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Jeff and I and a, f- a few others, you know, we'll spend the night. Jeff has a great idea. We put a screen in the window. We get some air in the cars and sleep there. in the back of the SUV. And But we typically do that for Model Aviation, um, uh, Model Aviation Day in August. So that's typically our two-day fun fly for the field. So, you know, we do a sponsored lunch, and then we chip in, and we do a steak fry in the evening. Steak again. Steak. <laughs> what is it with There's a lot of steak here. Yeah. I they, love it. Uh, yeah. It's uh, this like will, living like kings here. Tonight will be our fourth night in fourth a row. Fourth night in a row for steak. And I'm not complaining. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So. You're right. Pointing at me. For what? <laughs> That's stuff we should do. By yeah, way. right. Exactly. So we need to buy a camper, and we need to <laughs> we need to get on the board of our club, uh-huh. get power out there, and then we can do stuff like that. Okay. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So once the expense is made to bring power in, our, our bill averages twenty two, twenty three dollars a month. So it's you know the, the meter uses as much electricity as yeah. we do. So yeah, yeah, sure mm-hmm. it does. Well, there's um, not a lot of usage out there to begin with. You don't have no. air conditioners running. You don't have anything. Right. That's what I was just getting ready to say. I mean, the only usage you have is when somebody's out there charging batteries, probably. Which is still yeah. pretty Which low. Which is still low. And lights. Yeah. LED lights, Maybe. I'm sure. That yeah, we got a couple of lights in the containers. That's it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say container, you mean like the big shipping containers? Yeah, we have two of those Connex containers. So one of them is for the power equipment, and then the other one um, has workbench charging stations in there. A real smelly refrigerator because somebody left a watermelon in it. Ooh. <laughs> Yuck. That's gross. That is gross. Who found that? Yeah, I would not be want to be the guy that discovered that. It was after uh, our very our, our inaugural, 
inaugural um, sleepover, and somebody had a, the the good idea fairy hit him and mm. says, "Oh, watermelon hey, would watermelon be good tonight. Would be great." And uh, nobody wow. thought of it. And, and then four months later, yeah. not so great. Ouch. Ew. That's so bad. <laughs> not nice. So, uh, so when when work is required at the field, I imagine you do it like most fields do: volunteerism or whatever. Uh, Correct. Or do you pay somebody to like mow the grass? No, no, it's uh, it's volunteer. We actually just had um, we had a, a great fellow that uh, was the field marshal for a number of years. He's taken a little step back. Fortunately, another member. Uh, you know, it's it's typically a retired guy because of the amount of dedication and work that it is. And you know, they'll throw out an email. Hey, we're going to fertilize. We need some help. And you know, the members have responded well to that. So yeah. Do <laughs> I have to ask? Do you, so. Without calling out anybody, do you pay that member to mow the grass? No. Okay. I didn't know if that was just a Springfield thing or what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how all I, that works at I the club. I don't either. But at least if Again, I'm with him, he doesn't pay for a steak or a coffee. So, yeah. um, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's one thing to to volunteer, you know, to to offer to re- you know pay them for their time, but not, not as a requirement for their services. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I I see where you're going. You know, what I'm saying. I know exactly what you mean. But could you imagine? Speaking of, could you imagine the upkeep at this place? So this place is over 400 acres. I think I read some correct here at Joe Nall Triple Tree. They've got nice mowers. Oh, dude, I've seen you've multiple seen them. mowers out. Yeah, oh, they've okay. actually been doing it all over here. Yeah, really. I bet they're just doing it all the time. I bet whoever does that is always on a mower when they're supposedly here. Supposedly, it's th- my understanding is it's three full time uh, three full time employees that are. Um, you know, managing this. So, cause you got to remember at the rest of it, it's a full scale airport the rest of the time. That's so. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked him the, yeah, the guy that owns the place. Yeah. I don't remember what his name, Tom, Pat. Tom, is it Pat? Pat, Pat Hartness. Hartness. Yes. He came up. I didn't know who he was at first. And when Tommy was flying and asking how I was enjoying the trip and stuff. And I told him, well, it's my first time here. And he's like, Oh, well I'm, I'm the one that owns or owned. However you want to put it, because I guess they ended up putting into some sort of trust. That is correct. Or mm-hmm. something several years ago. But, yeah, he said there are a bunch of full-time employees that do the upkeep. And then, really, RC versus full-scale uh, events are about half and half, which surprised me. Like, I didn't realize there'd be that many RC events here. Yeah, it's not just it's just not just not Joe Nall week in the spring. There's Joe Nall in the fall, which I think is a shorter event. Correct. But still, it's a... And then there's some, some chilly fly-in for, right. the, uh, for the full-scale. So, Jim and I had volunteered... Uh, just to uh, to drive the little people mover carts for a couple of days here, and we got our little indoctrination tour with uh, one of the fellows that's been around forever. So he had some great stories, and he said that this entire area, when they have one of their big full scale uh, fly-ins, this entire area would be filled in with full scale aircraft and oh. people camping underneath the wings. And that would be awesome, that like a miniature a EAA air yeah. 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 Hmm. I can't imagine. Like I had no idea. I mean, you read the stuff, on, or I read some of the stuff on the internet, but I didn't dig really deep. But when we, you and I were walking around the other day, Ron, we were looking in the hangar, and there's a lot of, they have a lot of airplanes here, like full-size airplanes. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, and a lot of models hanging, too. Yeah, which you were You I were was, a little upset about all the, the <laughs> radials that were just... Yeah, there's a lot of radials on those models hanging, just hanging there. No is, longer to ever yeah, be ran. I mean, I would be honored to have any one of them <laughs> and i just happened to see a lazy bee and i noticed that you yeah. didn't bring the lazy bee lazy bee's gone, gone. Uh, i yeah. got rid of it yeah <laughs> it was just not my thing it was 
It flew. Coward. It, it, oh, that was a pleasurable <laughs> night. I remember, Jeff, you and I at uh, Confita Farms, which is one of the other clubs in Rhode Island, a little bit smaller. Um, it was just a dead calm day, and Jeff and I were just doing circles. Just, oh. Well, and it has to be for that particular airplane because it has such a light wing loading and so much wing. It needs to be calm. Yeah. And it, it did, just, I, did, I didn't think it flew badly. It flew okay, but there was just... it. I don't know if it was just the wingtips not having, like, full dihedral on them or what, but it just didn't center as well, like, level out as well as I'm used to. Yeah, it's very back and forth, and I just, that doesn't do anything for me. Like, for some reason, I don't, I like having a little bit of control, which obviously that one didn't over the... Control is good. But <laughs> A little. I didn't say a lot. Yeah. But, you know, a little aileron control would have been nice and probably would have made that airplane completely different. Maybe. I think. M- maybe. Maybe not. Or full dihedral would have helped. I think a little dihedral would have helped it, probably with the what you're talking about. But yeah. I flew it, and I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. It flies like a lazy bee should fly. Well, then Big you, and lazy. you should have bought it. I didn't have room for it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you have room for what you want. I found that out. Well, but I have to make room for what I want. <laughs> what do you have that I want? That's usually what it comes down to. <laughs> and it ends up in your basement, and then you're tripping over it, and then you take it up to Brian's or Toledo, and then it's gone. Ooh, that was, that was a low blow. <laughs> yeah, anyway. 54. Anyway, yeah. I asked you, by the way, before I got <laughs> rid did. of that, if that was okay, and you said yes. Otherwise, you would have gotten it back. Speaking of uh, regretting things that you've gotten rid of, how about you guys? You got anything that uh, stands out that you've regretted getting rid of? Airplane-wise, I mean. <laughs> I'm not talking I, like wives or anything like that. I really haven't had the opportunity to, on my own accord, get rid of anything. It's all kind <laughs> okay. of been dropped from the sky, really. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I would love to be able to get rid of something and acquire something, but I, I'm, I don't it's, know. I'm it's not, usually I haven't had that luck. Is, <laughs> wouldn't that still be of your own accord if you crash it, though? Uh, not with... <laughs> It wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't planned. But, you know, my expiration dates come up before I'm able to sell them. So, I mm. okay, I guess I don't know your, like, history in the hobby and, and how many planes you have or what you fly. Yeah. What, yeah, we should probably talk about James. That would be good. What? You know, I think I, think I followed the same path as most of us in this hobby, right? So I, I got my dad into it when I was younger, um, very young when I didn't understand the cost of the models. <laughs> but you had dad to help. Yeah. yeah. So so we got this plane. I, I remember the first plane he got me was the Carl Goldberg Electra. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, looked great on the box. <laughs> it really looked great, yeah. the blue and yellow. And we spent so much time, and he taught me how to build a model, you know, lay the paper down and the, the wax paper and everything. And right. did a great job. And he really helped, you know, he taught me how to cover it and everything. And we went to a, a really nice... Uh, flying field up in uh, North Conway, New Hampshire. Very picturesque. I can't remember the name of it, but it was right behind Kent County High, uh, High School. And my father and my grandfather were there, and there I was with the Electra. And there was no speed control. I didn't know what a speed control was. What there was was a switch on the side. You hit that switch, and you... Off you go. Full power. And it was one of those black, giant bricks of a battery right Mm -hmm. and it lasted way too long (laughs) but what was supposed to happen was you turn that on and everybody's ready and you send it and you go up to 
400 feet and hopefully the battery dies and you come down and land and do it again. Do it all over again, yeah. That's not what happened. (laughs) (laughs) So we got there and the excitement was there and I was, man, I I had to be 10. And I didn't fully understand how much control to put into the radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my grandfather's behind us, and he's watching because he knows this is going to be spectacular. And my <laughs> father's got the, the plane, and I don't understand why he did that. He should have had the radio, but I had the radio. Right. And my father had the plane, and he turned that on, and he, like a pro, took like five <laughs> steps with a run, and he let it go, and it went three feet, and then it went straight up. <laughs> And then made one of the most incredible loops that came up over our head. And then I took my eyes off of it. But I remember the look on my grandfather's face as we all started running because this plane was coming back. It's coming back over us. And I knew I was in trouble when my grandfather fell. And then my father dove. And I had the radio. Didn't even pay attention to the radio. I ran, fell, and that thing hit the ground in front of us. The look on my father's face was just all that work that we put into it. Oh, yeah. We didn't touch a plane. I don't know how many years after that. But I always loved what could have potentially happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, I'll tell you, that was one of, that's one of the best memories I have of this, this hobby. Mm-hmm. And then later in life, um, started working again with Dreth, and uh, you know, just more people came into my life that were into the hobby. Mm-hmm. I was more mature, able to handle the controls and not just jerk everything around at a hundred percent all the time. And, and we had this wonderful thing called the internet, where you could teach yourself a lot right. of that yeah. information. Yeah, yeah. So you know, once once I was past. The dating and, you know, everything else that these young kids get into that always seems more important than the hobby. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, having worked with these great guys and everything, you realize, you know, one of the other biggest parts of this hobby is the camaraderie and the people that we meet. Like, you find folks that, you know, I didn't know a week ago. <laughs> I don't know Now I'm looking forward to having yeah. dinner with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah. you know, in this fine place, this is... But yeah, so now I'm back into it, and I've joined the clubs, and, and had I done that in the beginning and joined the club and realized what these guys do, like Jeff is, you know, I've seen him train some some kids and the patience that he has, and I didn't have any of that. Yeah, We had that on-off switch on the side of that Electra that, <laughs> yeah. you know, so right. now it's so much different, right? Mm-hmm. So now some of the foamies, right, the, the hobbies progress so much, there's a chance that I would have been able to fly again that day had it been a foamy or you know an Electra yeah. or something right. better. Um, a little more flies res- better. It flies so <laughs> much better, but it's a one and done when you hit the ground. It is, yeah. You know, yeah. it all has its place. Oh, as absolutely. As I'm teasing. I'm that. teasing because no, no, I, I know two of us are on the same page. So three of us. Like okay. I, I'm a balsa guy. Like I, I know most of the planes actually. Wow, every plane I have, no. Most of the planes I have here are foam. That's just because of the ease of transport. Understood. They're in the box. You don't have to worry about them getting messed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's simple to throw in a car, and you don't have to worry about dinging the wings and all that kind of stuff. But traditionally, yeah, if I'm flying a model that I want to look at more, <laughs> it's going to be a balsa model. Mm-hmm. So 
we know you're a huge fan of the podcast, and we know you listen to every single episode, <laughs> and you know he, every detail. He hasn't but I'm heard of us. Until but I'm going to go ahead and just gloss over this. So we we normally like to to uh, corner our guests into revealing their number, <laughs> and when I say that, I mean like what is currently. You know, we have our list broken down to you know airplanes that are under construction or in the hangar for repair or. Uh, awaiting, you know, start of a, or flyable. So, like, how many, like, what's your number? How many airplanes? Wow. And it, I and guess, it, it well, doesn't have to be an exact number, but ballpark. I'd, I'd you, say, you know, hanging from my ceiling and everything else in, in my museum, <laughs> I, I'd say, I'd say. I like that. Museum. Maybe, maybe high teens. Oh. Maybe well, a 20. Maybe. Oh, okay. So you're a lightweight then. I, I am a lightweight. <laughs> I'm. That is a respectable number. It is absolute, but like most guests that we interview, their numbers have been much higher. Not all of them. A lot of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to make him not feel more bad. Than, for no, his... I think that's awesome okay. because I, I'm a huge fan of, and I'm. I don't follow this <laughs> logic, but I'm a huge fan of flying the ones you like a lot and not having all the excess. You know what I mean. I'm guilty of it. I have a lot of excess airplanes that I hardly ever fly, but I, yeah. I think if if I had it to do all over, like honest to goodness, if I had it to do all over, I would pick, you know, maybe one from each sort of discipline and fly the snot out of them and not have all the excess that I have now. You know, I think a smaller number is much easier to manage. You need two from each discipline just in case. <laughs> Some people subscribe to that. But uh, anyway, you know, I guess, you know, if you consider the ones that are in boxes and pieces, That's, I do fall do. into the I can't throw anything away. Uh-huh. Right. So so okay. that cub that hit the ground two years ago mm-hmm. and the tail broke off and the you know, there's all kinds of work to be done. It's still at my house because sure. I might get to it. Uh, at- Man, I'm, I hear you. Yeah. I have a V900 have that's in three pieces that all it needs is some epoxy, whatever. When I get time to do it, yeah, eventually I'll. But, yeah, I, I feel that. I think the problem with the V900, though, is you never really mastered the launch. I was, so, it was my fault. It, was near, like, it has the save for whatever. And if I had that turned on for every launch, it's like I watch YouTube videos after the fact. Oh, And so that's you, okay. what I was doing wrong. Yeah, it's my fault, not the airplane. Well, I knew it wasn't the airplane. Like, I always figured it was you. Oh, it's, it's absolutely me. But, like, when you have an airplane you like to fly, that something happens to it, and then it goes away because of something that happened to it, you're more apt to fix it if you really enjoyed flying it. Yeah. But if it was something that was giving you problems, then you're like, I really don't yeah. want to go back to it. Once the V900 was airborne, it was, it was a blast oh, to yeah. fly, especially on 4S. Awesome. That was a quick one. It was. So anyway, thir- thirteen to fifteen or so. Yeah, yeah. But I, my my thing is, and 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 Jeff will attest to this. Even coming out here uh, for Jonal, the first year we came here, which was uh, two thousand nineteen, I bought the uh, the Tundra, mm-hmm. and you know, great flying plane. You take it out of the box, and it's just you know it's a foamy. It is what it is. But Jeff and I absolutely love the float line. Yeah, I yeah. could stay there from first thing in the morning. I, me too. The sunset. I mean, I got some pictures the other day of the sunset. That's just yeah. You know, we had that incredible dinner yeah. yesterday. Yesterday, and right? We're just kind of looking. Wasn't at that the, beautiful? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Then we went down to the 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 pond for two flights, and it's just um, just amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, I was intending to to use that plane this year for the the combat. But it flies oh so why? good. Yeah, why would no? Don't combat. do that. Yeah, Something know, that you enjoy flying so much. I can't. Yeah. yeah. And then I also had the, uh, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be calling out plane names. You absolutely oh, can. Uh, sure thing. The uh, the turbo timber, the night turbo timber. Yeah. And uh, no, I'm sorry. The the timber X. Timber X. X. Yeah. Timber okay, X, yeah. With X the, yeah. The more cord on the wing. I don't know what the difference is. There, what, we've there's, talked about it before. Yeah. There's so many timbers. That, yeah. Several. You know, Jeff had the turbo timber last year. At Null, and it has the longer wing, it's a little shorter cord, and it flies more scale. The Timber X just wants to do the, the prop hang or the, the tight rolls. It's mm-hmm. more extreme, and it's, it seemed a little snappy for my taste. I, okay. I enjoy okay. flying scale, and mm-hmm. I love Cubs, and you know, flying with Jeff, um, you know, kind of trying to hold a formation. Yeah. You know, not so into the, the 3D style. Right. Um, kind of more because i'm not capable of it (laughs) i feel that i mean i'm really good at 3d when i have no intention of doing it and the thing's falling out of the sky at 900 miles an hour but yes you know i look real good then and if i save it people are like whoa and i'm like oh yeah i meant to do that yeah i meant to do that watch this guy he's great (laughs) nope um but you know flying the the scale is is more my thing Mm -hmm. and the timber x with the wheels on, it just seemed very skittish and, and all over the place. But I put the floats on it, and it tames it right out. Mm-hmm. And that's another one. I think I'll end up going home with me again this year. From yeah, sure. yeah, I get that. Absolutely. Do you do you have a preference? Like so, you know, we talk a lot on the show about you know balsa flies better, and the bigger they are, the better they fly. Whatever. Do you have a preference, balsa foam or just whatever flies good? Whatever flies good, really. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know, right now, you know, I'll put myself out there. I'm really good at foamies, right? Because I'm not, uh, I don't get all in my head about them, right? Okay. Yeah. Because when I pick it up from the truck and I put it on the ground, there's no weight behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's just, it is what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. call it whatever, a toy or whatever. With a balsa model, you pick it up and you have some substance there. You know when that leaves the ground, that's still more weight and you know <laughs> that when that comes back to the ground yeah. if you don't put it on the ground properly yeah fix time more yeah. weight right. more damage right. yeah but, understood but yeah, they're definitely not as durable as foam yeah. that's for sure absolutely so i mean jeff will tell you i'm i'm at that point right now where i'm i think i'm over good for the foams you know many of them and i'm ready to take that that step and you know jeff was was gracious enough oh you're buying a jet no, no, no. <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. I thought that's how that worked. That's how Ron plays it. I don't know. Nope. So now, I, now I'm at the... Why are you calling me out? <laughs> Just because. So now you're moving to Balsa then. Is Working more... into moving to Balsa, yeah. but I have to remember to keep that uh, that left stick, you know, around the halfway point. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, and I saw the spacewalker you had. That's a nice looking airplane. Mm-hmm. Have you flown that's that yet? That's the transition. Oh, that's the oh, transition nice. plane. That's have a great transition. I have not have not flown it yet okay but again and and to that point that that spacewalker isn't very heavy yeah. right right yeah for it. a balsa plane it's very light it's it's a beauty and i think that that's going to be the one yeah that's going to be the one that's gonna i wish i knew who made that because that's a good looking model it really is yeah. and it's very light yeah, yeah it for, is. for a balsa Built plane well. that's, that's a great transition from foam i think yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a good choice i think you'll like it i do too so i've got a couple now there's going to be that and then when i go home we got the, the escapade, and there's a couple of you know another and, good one. You know the thing yeah. is, I've had I've got 
these guys, I can follow these guys and what they've done. And, yeah. and these guys look at me and they're like, Jim, that's a good plane for you. All right, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so have you ever, Peer pressure, Jeff, yes, sir. pointed him in the wrong direction for funsies? Oh, that's a good plane for you. You should try that. And then just been, or is that just something no, I did he's, to somebody? No, he's not at that level yet, but the rest oh, okay. of the group is at that level that will gladly <laughs> stay. You know, I think there's one of them under my easy up here right now that you're talking about. <laughs> no, I, I think where it is for me is I'm kind of competitive. So a lot of the guys, you know, we fly both airplanes and helicopters. And, oh, you, you know, I, I call these guys, uh, you know, uh, jokingly, I call them drug dealers because, you know, oh, here, have a taste. Here's a helicopter. And the next uh-huh. thing you know, you're into another helicopter. <laughs> oh, and uh, and it's just yeah. it's, it's all competitive and, you know, in good fun. But, Absolutely. you know, it's uh, you, you know, we're in a good group that everybody kind of passes things uh, along or mm-hmm. you, or you get things for pennies on the dollar uh, yeah. just because, you know, what I don't have room for it. You know, the escapade. Here you go, Jim. I need to get you into Balsa. Just take it. Receiver, everything. Put a battery in it. There you go. And just go fly it. So H- Hanging out with you guys yes, sir. Um, feels very similar to the group that we have at home. Yeah. It really does. I would agree. Because everybody knows each other's little quirks, you know, about flying and what they like to fly, what they don't like to fly, and, you know, the, the, the ribbing and stuff like that that goes on. It feels very similar, which I think is probably why we seem to gravitate toward you guys everywhere you go yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah, we, we're little followers, I guess. <laughs> hey, glad where to, are you now? You text you. us and say, oh. hey, this is where we are. Okay. Well, well and we have, you know, similar interests. You know, Jeff and I, we like the, the balsa and the nitro on the on the float line, which, by the way, that's apparently the only place you can fly nitro at Joan Hall. So anybody listening, if you want to bring nitro, bring floats also. <laughs> or, or really big nitro, and then you could fly it up at the main lines. So. Yeah, right. Yep, yep exactly. <clears throat> yeah, the main line seems to be... Uh yeah, just reserved for the big, big planes, and I have no interest in trying to fly anything up there. Like, I, I, I know you really want to get the trash can telemaster up there, and I absolutely understand that, but we're running out of time. Like, well, so because these guys are leaving, you're leaving Saturday morning, right? That is correct. So, like tomorrow is the last chance. I agree with you about the about the main line being, you know, what you're talking about, just reserved for the, but not a hundred percent of the time. Like the few days before the show actually gets started, like. There were other telemasters up there flying. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there were other planes probably less valuable than our telemaster up there flying. Oh, I don't know if that's oh, possible. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> it did come from a trash can, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. I, there, no, there, I was, get it. there was definitely some airplanes that ours would have fit right in with. So I think depending on your strategy and what time of day you decide to go up there to fly, you can fly almost anything you want up there. Yeah. I mean, the, the business of, like, I don't. So I read some stuff online that says, you know, 81 inches or bigger or 60 if it's a biplane. Mm-hmm. I, you know, honestly, I didn't see anybody up there with a, you know, with a tape measure measuring wings and saying, hey, you can't fly that here. You know, no, I, I think if you're think, respectful right. and you, you sort of, and this is going to sound wrong, but if you sort of know your place, you, you'll I be able it. to, to yeah. fly no, no problem. Well, there was somebody out there, was, I don't remember what morning it was that we were driving by and somebody was flying a... Uh, a stick? No, I didn't see the oh, stick. Yeah, there was a stick up there too. No, the glider though. Oh, the glider. A, that was like this morning. A small, was it this morning? Mm-hmm. These days. Yeah. I swear these days all just go together. I don't. Yeah. And they go by really, really fast. Sure they do. And yeah. as, the, as the week goes on, they go by faster yeah, and faster. Yeah, that's strange. Like, I have noticed that, and that's terrible. It's null time. And I have absolutely no concept of time at this point. Yeah. 
it's well today's kind of an anomaly because it's been raining all day and we haven't really been able to get into a groove but yeah Yeah. days it it seems like they're getting more and more compressed the deeper we get into the into the week yeah i agree so we're about done unfortunately but yeah you guys need to get together then both flyer telemasters up there yeah i hopefully tomorrow i want Mm -hmm. to very very badly i mean we brought it all this way in my tiny little car it needs a flight (laughs) i agree so it does it's going to get flown somewhere somewhere somehow like even if i have to stop somewhere on the way home if we don't fly it here and fly to oh stop in a parking lot next to the highway a lot reggie i'll do it yeah (laughs) Uh, boy so we have this 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 gentleman jimmy is a listener of the show Uh, oh is he okay so you know all about reggie then yeah yeah that was a reggie reference (laughs) the flying off of the parking lot next to the highway Using the off ramp as your in runway. his defense, <laughs> when he ran into the Jack in the Box sign, the motor did land across the highway, That's true, not on did. the highway. Yep. So yeah, he was lucky in that regard, and that made it okay. I miss Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, you don't to, have those out of East? I went to dive school in Seattle, and uh-huh. we had Jack in the Box. A Jacques in the Crate. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. That sounds yeah, I'm really excited. Like Jack you know, in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> No, we don't have those in Rhode Island. No? No. We have McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. Yeah. We have all of those as well. We don't have anything special in Illinois. Um, and I'm really <laughs> excited being down here that we have Zaxby's. I'm going to hit that Zaxby's. Like, that's a southern thing, too, apparently. And I like their chicken, so. I've never had it, but we but, are running out of time. Yeah. Well, You've said you that know. every day this I week. I know, I know. Maybe on the way out of town Saturday, we'll stop by there and I'll grab some chicken and we'll. Not a bad idea. Right. Do that on the way home. Yeah, so there you go. It's not a bad idea. Directions, please. <laughs> we drive right yeah, by we drive when right you go through when we go get gas. Oh, that, oh, at the gas station. Yeah. I know uh, just, yeah. Just, yeah. It's on the right-hand side. On the right-hand side, that, on the curve. Way. Just as, as you're making that out. curve, yeah. I don't know. This is curve, by the way. Yeah, we had Lucky Charm Donuts the first year from there. There was some funky donuts in that store. Really? Did they make you feel funny? No. Just <laughs> oh, okay. They weren't those kind of donuts. No, 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 All right, no, okay. Nope, no, just with cereal on them. Huh. Sounds like a voodoo donuts. They have those out. Well, they have those out east, don't they? Mm-mm. Voodoo donuts? No. I've never I know there's one either. in D.C., but they have funny donuts, too. Sorry. Weird. Yeah. That's okay. It's making me hungry. <laughs> I know. It's well, it is dinner almost time. dinner time. It's pretty close to 5 o'clock here, so. And I keep looking. When I'm looking at you, Tommy, I keep looking out the window, and I still see rain, so. Yeah. I can see it. Okay, and you're behind me, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you've never been to Jonal, like, I'll just ask everybody here at the table. If you've never, what would be... The one piece of advice, if you had to choose just one thing to, to recommend to somebody, what would it be? Jeff? Ooh, let me go first. Hold oh, on. Ron? Find a Jeff. Find a Jeff. Somebody yes. that's been here before. You're welcome. That that's can, actually really good advice. I mean, like, seriously, that is, that, you have made it so much easier on us. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad to have helped. Really? Yeah. We're so passionate about it. You know, we were just joking. Um, you know, one of our guys, Don, is getting ready to leave in the morning. And we were just looking. It's like, yeah, it's like 360 days till we come again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. I I, I feel it. Yeah, yeah I, like I, there's no. I mean, there's definitely. Uh, it's it's on the list for next year to to make happen. We need to make it happen again. So find a Jeff. I That's your already, advice. by the way, have the approval from Crystal to nice. let me come back. So we are set on my. Well, there you go. Now you need to do the same. A lot is going to happen between now and then, so we'll see. 
Oh, I get it, but the, let's pre-approval. How's that? Okay. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Be you can nice to your significant other. Yeah. So that's important. Ron's yeah. advice is to find a Jeff, and what would Jeff's advice be? Just go with the flow. Be nice. You know, it's uh, there's so many good people here. Yeah. Uh, is that if you're uh, if you're not one of those, you stick out like a sore thumb here at the uh, at this event. I mean, that yeah. is nine, very nine, well nine, said. Ninety nine out of a hundred people are. Um, you know, I'm so so our our next door neighbors. I'm so envious of them because they've got you know three, four generations uh, are camping together. Oh wow! Including That's the grandkids, and um, I don't think that the Arsenal family is uh, is going to swing <laughs> that one. So, huh. but yeah. I may yeah. drag my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, if you ever do that, we should make sure we're all here at the same year. I'll bring, bring Piper. Piper. Mm-hmm. They're the same age. Yep. Exactly. They would have a blast. So what I'm getting out of Jeff's advice is don't be a ding-dong. Mm-hmm. Go with the flow and be nice. No, I, I agree, agree with that. Like, for the most, like 99% of the people that I've talked to out here have been wonderful. Like, I, actually, I, 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 I was going to say, I can't think I of anybody think of that's anybody. been I mean, you know, less you, than pleasant or anything that yeah. we've talked to, that yeah. I've talked to. Oh, you guys have one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's always a few, right? Yeah. But uh, like Jeff said, they stick out. You know, even, even last night at dinner. You know, the, all the volunteers, ladies yeah. that are just handing out the food and everything. You know, you just give them that extra little thank you, and they're, you know, they light up. Sure. They really yeah. light up. And it's like, you know, without, without all of them, none of this would happen. Absolutely yeah. true. All I can say is from, so being on the 3D line, we are far away from, like, main line and that kind of stuff. We're about as far away as possible. Like, the road literally ends before you get to where we are. <laughs> to where we're camping, yes. But... So and that that's fine because it's a little, it's a great spot. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good spot. spot here. But you just drive the golf cart a little bit more. But doing that, I tell you, your hand starts to hurt from all the waving that you do up and down and <laughs> up and down every time you pass a car. Yeah. But you know, people smile, and it's a genuine smile. Like they are just so like happy to be here. It's just it's a it's one of those if you haven't been, you can't understand it. And now that I've been, I can understand it in it in ways that I didn't before. Yeah. I don't know how else so, to word like, it other than that. I thought, I thought what I did for a living was hard to explain to people, which it is. It's really difficult for me to explain my job to people. It's even more difficult for me to explain this experience at Joe Nall. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how you put this into words. You know what I mean? It's just wonderful. <laughs> well, and if you follow the hobby at all. Right. Like, if you know names in it, if you know the people that are part of this, part of the all the different team pilots and all that kind yeah. of stuff. They're all here. You just see them all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool to see And there's a good chance they're camping right next to you. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a good chance that they are. <laughs> well, like, see, we don't see the other side of our camper, but Luca Bowman, <laughs> yeah. you know who he is, the, the jet guy that does all the... The three D jet stuff, three D yeah. jet stuff, right over here. Yeah, he's he's next door. right next door. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you just you don't know who's around, and it's it's amazing. Just yeah. the different people that are here. James, what about you? Piece of advice. Oh man, you know to build on that. So this is our third year, right? And and you know, looking back, the first year was just overwhelming. You know, it, it's just like this is the the mecca of a hobby. Yeah. In America, anyway. Um, but yes. to come back. <laughs> And see so many of the same people yeah. that you may have just again waved at, you know, in a golf cart or seen at the dinner last year or was on the line with them. They remember you and the greeting that you get from these people that they're so happy that they're seeing a familiar face 
Yeah. That just solidifies the bond. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, being camped out with, you know, some of the best pilots in the world, yeah. right? But yeah. but being on a level with them that you can just go up to them when they're not flying. Right. Go up to them and ask them a question and yeah. Yeah. you know, it's just it it brings, you know, some of the top top tier people in you know the same vicinity as us low you know lowly people <laughs> yeah and that's that's how it feels and it's it's just kind of neat like i understand that wholeheartedly yeah. you know the, the best thing that i can compare it to is i i've been around a few really diehard uh nascar race fans mm-hmm. right so they love it watching it on tv but mm-hmm. then when they go to the race and they can actually walk around the middle of the track and be surrounded by their uh you know top echelon yeah you know people of that of that sport that's the same feeling we get here yeah you know, i remi- love it kind of yeah. reminds me going to that sums it up nicely actually i feel the same way yeah like going the first time i went to the top fuel drag races down in st louis like i don't follow that very much but it's close enough to where it's worth the trip to see it once but just how close you get to the cars i mean you literally are six feet away from them watching them tear the engines apart and put them back together in 20 minutes yeah and that like just the the access i think like you're not you're not kept thousands of feet away i mean you're yeah. in with them and that's how it feels right here too yeah. yeah like all these people that you know on youtube that you've seen fly all the videos that you've seen the people you know like the team pilots and all that stuff it's just neat to see them and actually see it in person cuz there are some people here i can think of probably 3 right now that anytime they fly you want to watch oh yeah and even if you see the same thing over and over again it's still amazing to watch how well they can do what they do yeah yeah absolutely i feel that way about several also um yeah so like my piece of advice you know james you touched on it you know the volunteers out here um it's a it's a I, i can imagine that it is a tremendous amount of work to prepare this place uh for this week and it's mostly volunteerism you know, retired retired uh, military guys or just retired pilots or what have you. Um, yeah, just I, I, my piece of advice would be just extend a hand and thank them um, because the, the return that you'll get out of that is, you know, genuine. They do it because they love it, right? Yeah. And to acknowledge their, you know, their dedication to what they do their just means it means a lot to them. And that, you know, will spur them on so they'll be here again next year to help you out. So mm-hmm. that would be my piece of advice. Oh, and bring a small foamy to fly on the electric line. <laughs> and it, it's everybody. It's everybody from, you know, uh, you know, ginger up at the front, the, the uh, greeting center, you know, getting your, the right golf cart to the right people. Or, you know, this year was kind of extenuating circumstances. When we showed up, uh, a bunch of us that have uh, premier... Uh, camping sites all kind of got displaced yeah with all the weather and and the rain and i'll tell you what it was it was amazing the amount of work that they did and they shuffled everything around while we were standing there put us into another site and we got here on thursday the first day and they were they were on it they really they did the best they could and it it turned out fantastic yeah so i wonder what happened by the way to the people that were supposed to be where you're at now we don't think that those were scheduled to be actually be campsites. Well, that's baloney because I, I want one of those campsites. 
I mean, no, like seriously, I would think they would use like all. We would take that available. spot again. I mean, it's that's uh, a great it's, spot. It's, it's yeah. super convenient, but it, like I say, we, we we were looking at camping out at the top of the hill with no power in a camp camper that was going to be mighty warm. So, yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I don't like the heat <laughs> at all. No, you don't. <laughs> I can deal with it a little bit better, but I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the heat, especially when you combine it with humidity. Yeah, and it's that, humid here. It's very and humid dusty. here. Well, it's 100% humidity today. Well, yeah, for now. <laughs> so, Jimmy, I, I, I was going to say, I wanted to ask you, you can, I'll remember what I was going to ask if you want to say what you're going to no, say. No, that was another thing. You know, when people hear about Jonal and, and camping out and everything else, you know, this is one of the... One of the most incredible places, as far as you know, you know, facilities and showers and stuff. You come down here and you can, every night you can take a, a hot shower. There's plenty of them. I yeah. think the the shower house where we're at has like twelve. Ten, twelve. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, well, no, I you take that quick back on that. It has more actually. Two sides, it, right? Exactly. There's twelve on one side, and I think there's another three on that on the other direction, that other door. Oh, is there? Yeah. I haven't been all the way down. I didn't. Side. Yeah, I didn't know it until last night. Actually, I've I've never had to wait. You yeah, know, you go either. in, you, you, right. it, it, they're clean. You know, they've got a group of people that, I mean, constantly. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff made a good comment this morning, and I don't fully understand it because he's, he's absolutely right. Is You know, the common thing is, you know, you wake up, you got to use the facilities, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. And maybe take a shower, and they clean the facilities about 9 o'clock in the morning. There. And it's all women that clean them, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yes. And and to that to that wonderful Spanish woman who's just an absolute sweetheart, I'm sorry the latch on that door didn't work better. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, so there, be, is, there is one stall in there I noticed that you cannot lock. Yeah. That's be, the one. Being, That's a military, the one. Yeah. <laughs> being a military guy and you know being in some locations that, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of accustomed to that but yeah if you're not used to a you're kind of immune a, to a it. woman walking in on you while you're you know doing your thing that that could be <laughs> off-putting or, or or at least surprising i just you know we were talking about how you know they could do a reality show about joan <laughs> yeah, all in the yeah. whole year leading up to it <laughs> sure and i'll tell you that would have been that'd be a a great closing scene seeing me i mean i'm not a i'm not a small guy Sitting there like Johnny Bench. <laughs> There's comes an the image. Door. <sighs> I want to know whose eyes got bigger and who screamed louder. <laughs> yeah, between the two of you. <laughs> it was funny. I don't. I don't want to do the the Spanish, you know, in uh, impersonation. But uh, she was very quick to apologize and and make sure uh-huh. that I knew that she didn't see anything. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I don't know if that says much. I don't know. For I was going to say I don't know how to take that. <laughs> actually. It's, it's okay. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll just, just. I'm. Yeah. But again, talking about you know thanking the volunteers, which she is a volunteer. Yeah. You know, I made a an awkward moment a little more awkward when I left and thanked her for her services. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you not, for all that you do. Not that she performed any. I'm just saying. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> Be careful. No, just, about just, just wonderful people here. Yeah. You know, you talk about the facilities here. I'm not ch- trying to change the subject, but I kind of am. <laughs> I did laundry last night. Oh, my God. There's, there's, there's a washer and dryer. I don't know if it's like this at every bathhouse or shower house, whatever they're called here on the facility, because there's more than one. There's quite a few, actually. But, yeah, there's a washer and dryer here, and I did laundry last night. Like, we're camping. Yeah. And, 
and it doesn't cost. I mean, right? It's, it's it, the machines were free. There. Yeah, and if they were open, they're welcome. You know, and there's like a use. commercial style yeah. sink heavy, outside, yeah. heavy duty, big sink heavy also duty sink that yeah. you can do your dishes in and all that. Which stuff. Which I've done. I mean, the the place is just incredible. Yeah, I mean that's that is a, a huge convenience. But coming from Rhode Island, you know, I thought about it this year. I'm still taking nine pairs of underwear. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Like, I don't plan on doing laundry. Sure. Because I'll come down here and, you know, on day four or five, I'll be like, oh, I'll go do my laundry now. It's not going to work. No. No. It, it is. No. It why, was a, why like, granted, it was an opportune, you know, sort of thing. But, uh, I mean, I had enough packed. But, uh, honestly, it was just all about the RC Plain Lab shirts. I only have so many, <laughs> and I like wearing them because I want people to to know that they can approach us and and you know say hey or listen to your show or whatever. But um, yeah, I came prepared to not do laundry, but it was really refreshing uh, to put that fresh shirt on that says RC Plain Lab on it. Yes, we had to go buy Tide Pods or whatever it was you got to do yeah. laundry. So. Well, they're just really super convenient. <laughs> That's all. Nah, that that just speaks to the people of the yeah. place, right? They right. really thought of. Everything. So much. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no amenity that you would be leaving at home that you don't have here. Honestly. Like, if you come prepared, like, for instance, we, we knew we weren't getting a premium site. Yeah. So we brought, you know, generator. a generator to run the AC. And honest to goodness, I mean, we have every, like, I don't miss any right. amenity that we have at home. I don't feel like I'm missing anything either. Yeah. It's, the place is just incredible. Like, if it's not on... Your bucket list, it should be. If you're into into flying model airplanes of any kind yeah, or helicopters. But why? But why would you? I do love the fact that the helicopter line here <laughs> oh my gosh. is like a chair at the very front corner of the property with, <laughs> with like one, easy one or two people there. <laughs> We're not like, making fun of you guys. We're helicopter really guys, no, just, just put them where nobody will see them. And uh, yeah, we don't need to give them much other than a small tent. But the, let me tell you. Whoever flies that thing on the 3D line at night, I don't know who that is, but wow, what a show. Mm. The lit helicopter? Yeah. LED? Yeah. I'm not into helicopters, and you know, I'll make fun of heli guys, but man, what a show that guy put on. Or girl. I, like, I don't know who it was, but Yeah, I have no awesome. clue who it was either. Awesome. But anyway, yeah. If, it, if you fly models of any kind, this place, this event should be on your list. Now, At you made once. mention of a, a bucket list trip. So for us, we came down in 19. It was a bucket list trip. We weren't here 10 minutes and said, yeah, this is an annual event. Well, you know, just, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be home Mother's Day. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, it is it is over Mother's Day. But, but shout out to my mom. <laughs> you know, my mom said the best, uh, the best Mother's Day gift she could have is me sending her nice pictures and just seeing how relaxed I am. Knowing. What a good time having my friends. So yeah. I'll make it up to when I get back. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a day can be celebrated a week late. That's true. It's not the end of the world. That's true. That's kind of how my family acts anyway. So, But I, I feel like we, we had the same, we, we came to the same assumption, not assumption. Conclusion? Conclusion within about an hour of being here. We were like, oh my, this is, okay, this is really something. Yeah. I think it was... As we were setting stuff up, and you saw the first 3D jet on the line that's... I mean, honestly, what is the 3D line's 400 feet? Maybe. I mean, yeah, not maybe. much more than that. It's actually probably a bit it's less, less than, than that. that. that yeah, for sure. Yeah. So just seeing that, when you look up and hear the little... Yeah. I don't even know what you Rushing. call the thing they do when it goes around. Yeah. The little flat spins, that's 
that's when you're like, oh, this is different. Okay, so they're doing that here. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. They're doing yeah. Can't like wait. if you haven't seen 3Ds with a an actual 3Ds. three 3D maneuvers, I should say, I guess 3D maneuvers with a turbine powered airplane, turbine even. Wow, like I'd never seen that before. Yeah, and we're looking out the window, and it's only 500 feet from here, so. Yeah, that yeah. flight line is literally that close. It's yeah. super close. So, anyway, and that that was amazing too. You know, my first time coming here, we you know I've seen 3D. You know, we've got some guys at the club that can do 3D. That's really incredible to me watching them do it. And then you come here, and it's like you, you got to put your jaw back up. You know, <laughs> it's just it, it's it's mind boggling. And then you know you see some of these others that are gifted, yeah. and and. You know, and you realize it's some of these for some of these people like like Jay Stucia, it's it's the family, yeah. you know, coming all over the, the the country and you know doing what he does and yep. and it's no matter where he goes, you know, like you said, we can hear you know the throttle and his the way he does what yes. he does and yeah. you can just tell it's like his fingerprint now. Yes, and then he goes up, you know, the main line and does the same thing. Yeah. So it's, you know, people like that, that, yeah. you know, inspire you. Well, and, you know, the 3D doesn't inspire me too much. Just kind of helps me. If anything, it disappoints me. Control. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I know I'll never Ever. be able to, to fly at that level. But I sure do appreciate the skill it takes to do that. Well, in your defense, and I you don't really, have, I was going to say, you don't have the right kind of airplane for it. So we'll blame yeah. that on it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's why too. I can't fly like Jay Stucia because I don't have his hair. Well, 3D is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> not at that level, but. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see some of these guys just fly a little cub. Yeah. Just to well, see what they could do with it. You know what they'll oh, do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They'll be, the yeah, they'll be doing, yeah. <laughs> when they were doing the demonstration flights the other day, that's exactly what they were doing with all the little flex jets and mm-hmm. stuff or whatever they were flying from them. Um, they are, I mean, they don't just fly like we fly no if it can flip and hover and all that stuff that's exactly what it's going to do yeah yeah if it's capable they will extract every ounce of performance out of those airplanes yeah amazing so what i was going to ask you earlier by the way james um huh james you pointed at james but our listeners don't see you point oh at james. sorry jimmy <laughs> what i was going to ask you earlier uh, what radio do you fly with? And I asked this knowing the answer. Um, <laughs> He's putting you on the you got, spot. Well, no, I don't. Kind of. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I know you got a new radio this, this week. I and did. I was kind of interested a little bit in that one. So normally, and up to this point, I, I fly Spectrum. Um, I've been flying a, a DX7S. So that kind of probably tells you how long I've been flying with that. A while. Um, a, a long time. Mm-hmm. A long time. Um. And I've been trying, you know, opening my eyes to, to some of the new systems that are out there. And I uh, came across the, the FR Sky. And uh, I was a little leery, you know. It's another one of those that, you know, kind of can use its own uh, hardware or you can expand with the module. But everything is programmable. Mm-hmm. So I was a little intimidated, but, you know, speaking to the, the gentleman, Steve, who's here, one of the programmers, um, he kind of kind of made me feel a little more comfortable so i i went ahead i went i bought the bullet and uh bit the bullet and i, I grabbed one a couple of receivers and it, and it came with the uh the module and i'll tell you this one here after after an hour 
I had one of the planes actually set up and, and very close to being able to fly. And then this morning I finished it off, and unfortunately with the rain, I that spacewalker would have taken to the air. But we yeah. want a maiden. Yeah. We <laughs> want a maiden. I know. We, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it does it's, the it's coolest coming. thing, though. Like I was kind of, you know, at the electric line, we were there briefly while you were kind of tinkering with it. That transmitter, it must have a gyro in the transmitter or something because you could, like, in one of the modes or whatever it is, but you would tilt the transmitter and, you know, you could move the controls just by positioning, the, which I think is really freaking cool. It, it is really cool. I don't know if I'd be whatever able to fly it was that way, doing. But. Unfortunately, I don't know what <laughs> oh, it was doing. Okay. So, so it is a, it is oh, a feature, that on apparently. Purpose. But, uh, no, what I did is I went ahead and... Uh, from the advice of our uh, president of our club, Joe Panghorn, great guy. It's like, hey, why don't you turn off all your mixers? <laughs> Good idea. Turn off the mixers. And now when I turn the radio or tilt the radio, my control surfaces don't move. Oh, that's okay. So somewhere so in there. So it is somewhere there is something in the radio that will allow you to do that. There's, there's weird something. and cool. Yeah. It is so weird and so cool. But because nowadays we don't get a full 30-page instruction booklet. I mean, I'm not that old, but I like a bulky instruction (laughs) booklet. So when I'm on page 5 and I'm trying to bind the receiver, I don't have to scroll on my four-and-a-half-inch screen (laughs) on my phone. Yes, (laughs) me too. But I got to say, you know, with, with this radio here... The FR Sky, I feel comfortable. It, and what model did you get? I got the X20S. Okay. The red one. The red one. Yeah. The it is red one. very pretty. It red. is really pretty. And it yeah. feels like, you know, obviously, it, I, I mean, held feels, your transmitter, and it feels really nice. I like the way it feels. Mm-hmm. So yep. It has a quality feel to it. It does. really does. Yeah. 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 It doesn't feel like that. Uh, oh, I know. When you're talking about the my one we gave away. Is. Yeah. Oh, what was it? El Cheapo. Uh, it doesn't feel like that one. That one. Yeah, it feels. It definitely feels substantial. It does. It feels, it feels like, like a, a jetty, actually, to me. And if you put it right next to a jetty, they look very, very similar. Yeah, they very do. Very similar. Awesome. Except, I, you know, obviously the price point is a little different. <laughs> yeah. Which, well, yeah. You know, and I mean, for me, I mean, I'm not... I'm not as well off as, as many of, of the guys in this hobby. So so when I buy a $500 radio, you know, I'm not afraid to do that knowing that it could easily last me 10, 15 years. Right. With yes. the way I take care of my stuff. Right. Yeah. Still flies with a DX7S. Yeah. You know. And I Obviously, mean, you take care of your stuff because, yeah, most DX7Ss probably haven't lived this long. <laughs> yeah. That is so, true. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, with a little, with a little more uh, a tweaking and, yeah. you know, it's one of those, you got to use it. You got to try. You know, I, I got it back and, and, and just jumped right into it. And in the first, like I said, the first hour, it's built up enough confidence within me that uh, I'm looking forward to continuing. Excellent. Yeah. I, I can't like wait it. to hear that or how that ends up because yeah. I have no experience with anything other than Spectrum. Yeah. And and then, what else is very reaffirming is, you know, the guys that I'm, I'm flying around are very seasoned. You, yeah. know, uh, you know, Jeff's been flying for years. You mean old? That's a nice way of no, saying old. No, no seasoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's right just over here sleeping in the corner. It's okay. <laughs> Jeff, wake up. We're recording. Are you, are you here? 
Jeff, Jeff's going to be like, man, I asked him to come on the podcast, and he hasn't shut up. <laughs> if, you, if you hear snoring. <laughs> no, but I mean, even, you know, like I said, talking to, uh, you know, the president of our club, who's, who's really a great pilot, and Jeff, who's also a, a very good pilot, them seeing this radio, they're kind of looking to see how I make out with it. Sure. And, you know, and... Well, I'm... I'm Gonna try to keep track of it too. I'm always, <laughs> we all are. Yeah, yeah, I'm always interested in, in trying something new, especially something that looks like a jetty. It's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Good. You know, and that, I mean, because honestly, I would try a jetty if it weren't for yeah. Oh, yeah. for the cost. Yeah, yeah. Could. I mean, because they're outstanding I, radios. But I think my problem right now is I'm so into the the spectrum side of things that I, just switching over is not worth yeah. even considering, other than for the learning aspect of it. Yeah. And that's, I think that would be kind of neat to just I'm, know what else is out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm to a point where I, I probably could, like with a module that I could use all my Spectrum receivers, I could potentially make the switch. I mean, I don't yeah. have any plans of doing that, but yeah. I'm not in as deep as, as you know, as others, yeah. like, for, you know, into Spectrum. But, but Understood. the great thing, one great thing about the, the FR Sky with the module is that all the bind and fly stuff, you can do that. Yeah. If you, and... I'm not bashing Futaba. I don't want people to think that. But if you own a Futaba, what's your option? Buy a Spectrum cheapo transmitter so you can fly the bind and fly e-flight stuff. Well, or I, I think put your Futaba receiver in it. Which it would make sense. Like the re- well, I don't know how to word this other than the reason I think that is is because Spectrum and Futaba. Those are big brands. Absolutely. Like these small guys, they have to have a way of being compatible True. or else there is nobody that's going to take the time and money to learn something new that they cannot use anything that they already own with. Yes. Good point. So, yeah. that, I mean... Yeah, that's a great point. Because you could probably get the the Futaba, like, does that come... or Can you get a Futaba module for that too? I, I, don't, I don't know exactly all the ins and outs yet but it did come with a uh, a big a diagram of all the different uh you know third party or whatever they are the ones that do work with it okay mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want to give bad information yet no no, no, no that's i can't fine. yeah <laughs> i do that all the yeah. time it's all right <laughs> i think i know something turns out i'm wrong i do know that there on some of the on some of the newer Futaba stuff there is a port on the back where you can plug in I don't know who makes it. It might be Futaba. I don't know. But there is something that you can sort of plug into your newer Futaba stuff that will do, you know, the, the DSMS or, S or whatever the Spectrum format is. DSMX. So that, yeah, so that you can do the bind and fly stuff. But that's, you know. Really? I, I think. Like, I read that somewhere online because somebody was asking on one of the forums about how can I use my Futaba and they asked him, well, what generation is it? And if it's this generation, buy this module and it works. But yeah. anyway, cool. I get it. And that, speaking of transmitters, that's the other thing, Jeff. One of your friends was here. It didn't work out as well for you, but Horizon and Spectrum are actually on site mm-hmm. fixing radios. Correct. Yeah. What he had, he had your a buddy had DX18, a, and but he, he had, had a, a run, runaway trim switch on the rudder. Yeah, and they were able to do it on site in, mm-hmm. was it a couple hours from the yeah, time that he I'm, took it up there to the time he got the call saying Yeah, it was finished? up there today. I mean, he was soldering switches. I mean, he was right in the bowels of it. So That's actually um, doing service here impressive. at Impressive. At no charge. Yeah. That's so, amazing. Yep. I, I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Horizon fanboy, but 
kudos to them for for the outstanding Classic. support for yeah. this yeah for this uh event i mean awesome awesome i agree cool what else I don't know anybody else. I mean, Ron has I'm that looking look out. on his face. Well, I'm looking. I'm dejected at this point oh because gosh. the rain is raining it's so much harder, harder right now. now. Yep. And it just started. Like, yeah. I mean, it was raining the whole time, but it just picked up. Oh, it's pouring like, right now. Months, so, yeah. I'm assuming combat's not looking combat. good for six o'clock. Well, so. yeah. So I have this note written on my notepad here, and I'm just going to talk really quick about combat. Like, <laughs> so Ron and I went to RC Fest last summer. It's called RC Fest, right? Yeah. At the at the Eli Field that Horizon puts on, and I just was beside myself. They had the ring of fire lit up, and there were you know people were flying through the ring. And every time an airplane hit that ring, it it just something inside, like the little boy, just giggled. And he was giddy and actually giggled. Yeah, I mean, like it was impressive. Like it's every time an airplane and everybody's hooting and hollering, and nobody's getting you know mad or anything like that because they destroyed their. $400 airplane or whatever. Just a blast, right? And I had so much fun watching that. So last night, here at Jonal on the electric line, at 6 o'clock they do the combat, right? And it's a run what you brung. It's like a demolition derby on wings, right? And, <laughs> In the air, yeah. And I giggled the whole time. <laughs> like even there was no... Like there's... What would you say? There was 12, maybe 15 planes? Like when it oh, got started... Think- do you there think was more a, than that? Like, there was a lot more than I expected. There were a few sitting out, like, that were staging for it. But then all of a sudden, there was a, a whole bunch that showed yeah. up right at time. Well, then they, you know, they counted down, like, three, two, one, go. And then, let's just say 15 planes take off. And there's 15 planes in the air all at once trying, and I, and I stress, trying to run into each other. And it's just... There are so many close calls and whoa and woo and I mean what a good time. I right? don't got it and the guy stuffed a plane right by my feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were a lot Which of them. Which caused me to crash my own. <laughs> I was going to say there were a lot of them that were taken out by themselves. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of guys took themselves out cuz they were either following the wrong plane or they were trying to <clears throat> dive and you know perform the the Ultrix maneuver. Um, <laughs> you know, pulled up too late or whatever. But anyway, within yeah. about two minutes of watching this, in my head, I'm already thinking, man, what airplane could I bring next year to do this? Because this is just way too much fun. Well, lucky for me, Joe, uh, your, you guys is uh, your club president. Uh, he brought a plane. Well, I don't know if he brought it specifically for this purpose, but it's a, I don't know what it is. It's it some did, float plane. It didn't work out as a float plane that well. It, right. We flew it once. Yep. From, Fly, the, from it, the grass. It flies to awesome the water. from the grass. <laughs> like, it really does. Uh, so he flew this thing. This I, I'm looking at, I don't even know what it is. It looks like to me. It looks like a Laker, like an old uh, Balsa USA Laker, but it doesn't have the motor on the pod. It's anyway. Um, so he flew it in this thing, and he managed to get hit by a flight test. I think it was a Bloody Baron. I think is what that was. Might have been. Um, took an aileron off. He flew it. The rest, yeah. For three minutes with one aileron. Yeah. And then finally, you know, the battery, you know. Ran down and he had to land. And then when he landed, you know, the, the, the coup de grace was he landed and then on his rollout, well, slide out from the landing, he managed to run over a cub or whatever that was and then took the rudder off. Yeah. Um, so he was ready to throw it in the trash, you know, pull his stuff out. I'm like, no, don't do that. And he had offered this thing to me earlier. So I'm like, let me fix it. And if I get it ready, I'll fly it tomorrow. So it's, it's ready to go. But I, and 
to make a long story short, it's raining, and now we're not going to do combat tonight. Well, you don't know that. I mean, we still have technically 20, no, 35 minutes until combat's supposed to start. True. But it's looking pretty not good right now. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like in my head, I'm still thinking, what have I got at home that I can bring next year? And then I'm already strategizing, right? Because you want long flight time. Because that's all that it takes. Not a lot of endurance, right? Right. It's an. So I'm thinking, maybe a glider of some kind, or maybe you know, yeah. Already, (laughs) already the wheels are turning. I was hoping for my put my walrus up today. I got the glider, the Hobby King walrus. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I had a ten year old calypso that's about to meet its expiration date. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, maybe they'll do it tomorrow instead. Oh, they will. Okay, so So and just like everything here at this place this week, they do it right. You know, they 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 do a kind of a safety brief before they hit the go button. Right, no flying behind the line. You know, if it's out of control, put it in the dirt before you hurt. I mean, just like everything you would expect here, that's done. Right. So it's done in a, I'll use air quotes, safe manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but golly, what a good time that was. Even just watching was, I giggled the entire time. <laughs> I cannot disagree. Yeah. And last year, I don't know if they're doing it this year, but they did a, the 40 plane. That was for the 40th anniversary. Oh, the 40, so well, you the, flew in that. This is 41 now. 40 planes in the sky at once? Yeah, on the main line. Oh, that was yep. a uh, S show right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. there, was more, there was more contact. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I can imagine. But it wasn't designed well, to be contact. I was, oh, yeah. it was supposed to just be. <laughs> just get oh, up there and fly. Oh, that was. Well, oh. I mean, 40 planes in the air at once, you're not going to take your best stuff there, I would think. You would have to kind of assume that something perhaps could happen. something could could With that many, most likely something will happen. <laughs> right. The but I'm sure some... they probably say they establish a pattern, right? Left-hand turns, you know, whatever, let's just fly racetrack. Or was it just... That would have been good. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> that okay. probably would have helped. Okay. Well. But no, there was none of that. And they did that on the main line. Yeah. Right under the flag. Yep. And, and there was a guy with a Draco that had like a 16-foot banner just flying through the middle. Just waiting for somebody to hit him. Ooh, wow. A couple, couple get hit. Uh, yeah. But that was yeah. exciting. That was fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately because no one wants to see crashes, but... We kind of do, and we've missed all of them, it seems like. Isn't that... There's, well, no, There's not been all a of few... Them. That we haven't, I mean, we've seen, what did we see, one? I saw the, the gear one that didn't come down. Were you there for oh, that Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that was I right mean, that wasn't really a crash. That was just kind of a, There was dirt oops. that came off off the ground when he landed, so I call that a crash. Okay, well. That was non-optimal landing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there have okay, been, well there have been several. Significant. That we've missed. That we've missed because we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Did you, can, did you see up. that lazy bee go in? Uh, no. no. Uh, that, yeah, that was on the main line. That lazy bee or the GB? The oh, GB. the GB. The, GB. the, GB. the, 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 the GBR3. Oh, so, yeah, I had taken a picture of that. Like, we had walked to the line, and what a beautiful airplane that is. I'm going to say is because I'm in my head. He's going to fix it and fly it again. And I took a picture of it, and, uh, yeah, shortly after I took a picture of it is when it, when it went in. Yeah. Which is sad, but I'm impressed how quickly they have the cherry pickers out <laughs> yeah. to go get these airplanes out of the trees. Yeah, so on the main line, um, it's probably what hundred yards or so the tree line, maybe 
Maybe not quite that far. Maybe if, I don't know. It's so hard. I to bet tell. it's closer yeah. than you would assume. Right. Because that's. But it's it's a jets. significant diff, distance yeah. away. Like if we were flying our little sport planes, we'd be like, "Wow, this oh. is like heaven." No worries. Um, yeah. But yeah, that so the entire. So the entire facility is set in the woods, right? So it's 400 acres, and it's surrounded pretty much by woods. And, yeah, a lot of airplanes have, uh, have made it into the woods. And I asked Ron the other day, I was like, how many airplanes do you suppose are still maybe laying out there somewhere that never have been recovered? you know what I mean? There's got to be some. I bet there's at least one. Oh, sure. That would be a, that would be a good number to know. Right? Our, our great friend Don Sandburn, Sandburn, um Says all the time. He's been coming. Oh, Jeff. Don, Don Sanford. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sanford uh, always says if these trees could talk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, he's seen. You know, They'd he's be been cussing coming. at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was great. And then that have that giant green havoc that went in. Oh, that, that, was, that was the first day. I think that was the first yeah, day of early. flying. It was, so it would have been what Monday, maybe Tuesday. I don't even remember. Like I said, all the days go by. I think day, it was go together. I think now. it was Sunday because we got here Saturday. Oh, that's right. We did. set up shop oh. and whatever, and I think it went in Sunday. I think. Yeah, and that was uh, bigger. That was that was an sad. expensive mistake. That hurt my wallet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the A10. I the forgot A10, about that one that's too. Right. A ten went down. A ten went down. Engine out on takeoff. Yep, and that went down close to the float line. I'm surprised right. we missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I, who knows where we were? Wrong place. At we the don't know time. what's going on at the main line. Well, nothing now. But like, well, yeah, when we're out here watching 3D stuff or going on that, we don't anywhere right now. On. Although I'm not seeing a lot of rain at this point. Is it, <laughs> it comes and goes. Like every time it, it we, we think, oh, it's not, and then it is. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Are you ready to get off here? Nope. It was an honor and a pleasure to be back again. Thank you. Yeah. Don't say honor. Pleasure, I'll give you. Pleasure, That's yeah, fine. we'll give you. But a honor, no. honor. Yeah, we're we're just no. We it's feel always, like we owe you now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, For wasting glad. his time. Tour nope. guide Barbie. Nope. No, no. <laughs> Tour guide Barbie. I love it. <laughs> New T-shirt, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll send you my address for Christmas. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Tour guide. Intent. Uh, no, it was it, it was a pleasure. Uh, you know, I've been listening uh, since the beginning of your show, and you know, we've traded text over on the last six, eight. Well, I guess it's been over the last year, yeah. but really, um, you know, you guys um, for the listeners out there, these guys are the real deal. It's <laughs> been an honor and a privilege to spend the week with them. Uh, we're about to. Uh, Split seven big stakes five ways. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the good hospi- when there's yeah. Jeff, thanks for people. the for the hospitality, James. You too. Um, it's it's been a blast this week hanging out with you guys, and like and I really mean it. it you guys, the the group that you have feels so much like the group that we have at home. Yeah. For that, I'm thankful, and thanks for including us. I feel like we fit right in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, this is my first podcast ever. Kind of following Jeff. Nice. You know. A while ago, he says, hey, you know, you got to listen to this podcast. And then it seems like every other week, he's like, hey, I, you know, I was on the podcast. I'm like, oh, jeez. So now he's got me here. and He's like uh, a, Jeff is like a professional podcast guest. Kind of a maybe title. I don't know. Okay. That seems like that could go on a shirt next to uh, Tour Guide Barbie. No, I like that better. <laughs> and I look pink. I look good in pink with blue eyes. So there you go. Right Hello, Ray. She's got something to do now. <laughs> okay. 
writing a note <laughs> as you do speak. All right. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm you- Jeff. I'm Jimmy. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.